Christian leaders are speaking up about the immigration crisis at the border. We'll share some of their thoughts. Also, a new study shows Americans are actually getting less tolerant of each other. And remember that old Leonardo DiCaprio movie, The Beach? No worries, it's getting a TV remake. That's all ahead. This is Relevant Daily. It's relevant. It's relevant daily. Relevant daily. Relevant daily. It's relevant daily. Hey everyone, I'm Jesse Carey. Welcome to Relevant Daily, where we bring you what's happening at the intersection of faith and culture. All of those stories are coming up, but first, I want to tell you that today's episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Whether you need a clean landing page, a beautiful gallery, a professional blog, or even an appealing online store, it's all possible with Squarespace. They have award-winning templates, customizable settings, and of course, powerful e-commerce tools. And right now, Squarespace is offering Relevant Daily listeners a special deal. Head over to squarespace.com slash relevant for a free trial. When you're ready to launch your site, use the offer code relevant to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash relevant. All right, to tell us about those stories, it's our senior editor, Tyler Huckabee. Tyler, what's going on, man? Hey, Jesse, how you doing? Good, man. So let's start off with uh, this these discussions about the immigration crisis at the border. Mm-hmm. I know, you know, it's been getting a lot of attention in the last week or so because of these, uh, you know, for lack of a better term, like detention centers where they're housing a lot of children, some of whom are unaccompanied. What is the, what's the discussion happening right now with these Christian leaders? Yeah, well, as some of these new reports have come out about the conditions at uh, at, at the, the detention centers, uh, I believe is the the correct term. Uh, a lot of people have been speaking out, and that includes a lot of Christian leaders on uh, all, really all sides of the political aisle. That's still a little rare um, because there's still obviously a lot of Christian leaders who favor a sort of transpartisan approach when it comes to talking about political issues. But a lot of these new reports really suggest that this has moved beyond a, a right wing left wing issue and become in many ways a humanitarian crisis. Uh, We've obviously, I would assume most of us heard reports of children detained in two small places for weeks at a time, covered with snot and and tears, young children looking out for even younger children, some of whom need diapers, soap, toothbrushes, and blankets, and uh, several are fending off flu and lice outbreaks. Uh, before December, no child had died in Border Patrol custody in the last decade, and four have in the last six months. Mm. Um, so that, that's some of the, those are some of the reports that have led to a lot of Christian leaders uh, taking to social media uh, to, uh, to sound off on their thoughts about it. Here's a, a little selection based on some of the ones that you actually rounded up for us on the, on the website, Jesse. Uh, Jen Hatmaker, author and speaker, called it a human rights nightmare and said, donate through together rising and share this with everyone you know. This answers the question we'll answer one day. What did you do when the U.S. separated children from their parents and sanctioned their abuse and trauma? Mm. Um, There was also a tweet from Dr. Russell Moore uh, from Southern Baptist who said uh, the the reports of the conditions for migrant children at the border should shock all of our consciences. Those created in the image of God should be treated with dignity and compassion, especially those seeking refuge from violence back home. We can do better than this. A very pointed tweet from a recording artist and author Nicole Nordeman said, Hey, Franklin Graham, every Christmas you speak so convincingly about your heart for innocent children, the least of these, which is why I knew you'd be floored to learn about a place that so desperately needs some of those shoe boxes I will hand deliver. 
a uh, uh, couple more here. Uh, Trilla Newbell, uh, who's been a, a friend on the site, we've uh, we've talked to and, and had right for us irrelevant a few times. Tweeted: It doesn't matter where you fall in the political spectrum. We should all care for these families. Uh, and finally, I appreciated the thoughts of Austin Channing Brown, author and speaker, who said, I'm here for the calls to stop mistreating children at the border, but also I'm here for not mistreating parents and uncles and cousins and aunts and siblings and, well, humans. Can we stop mistreating humans by putting them in camps? Shut it all down. So a, a very broad swatch. And there are, of course, yeah. many more Christian leaders uh, who have spoken up about this will continue to, to uh, post those thoughts over at Relevant. So, you know, one of the, I mean, obviously the, the big question is, is anything going to change? I mean, there's the, this widespread outrage, not just among Christian leaders, but kind of, mm-hmm. uh, you know, throughout the country right now. Are changes on the horizon, Tyler? Well, we'll see. Uh, politically speaking, it, it's going to take a while. Congress right now is debating two separate bills that would send about $4.5 billion to the border. Uh, Democrats and Republicans are arguing about whether that money should go to fund ongoing efforts or be used to create newer, better uh, methods of dealing with the the immigration surge at the border with more oversight. Uh, In the meantime, the best things that people like us can do if we want to help is donate to organizations that are already mobilized and on the ground offering legal services and support to immigrants. Uh, we've put a few of those sites on on Relevant as well with links to where you can donate. Places like Races, uh, the Kind Network, the Catholic Legal Immigration Network are all there. They're doing really great work. Uh, and I'm sure they would appreciate your support and your money if you have any to spare. So uh, I want to switch gears a little bit to uh, a study that has found that Americans are actually growing less tolerant. Put mm-hmm. this into some context for us, Tyler. It, it's interesting, especially with all the talk about uh, the, the the supposed rise of, of snowflake culture and and uh, how easily people can get offended. Uh, but there is actually some studies that show there's a less tolerance now than there was just a few years ago. Um, the Public Religion Research Institute found that, quote, a small but increasing proportion portion of Americans think it should be permissible to turn away customers based on their sexual orientation, gender, religion, or race. Mm. Um, and this is actually a, a fairly bipartisan rise. Uh, nearly about 47% of Republicans favor such a policy, which is more than double uh, the 21% who favored the policy in 2014. Um, 18% of Democrats and 24% of dependents support those kinds of refusals as well. Uh, but those are also a big jump from 2014. And then it goes on. There's more than that. Uh, About one in five Americans say small businesses should be able to refuse to serve Muslims based on religious grounds. Uh, And that includes about three in 10 white evangelical Protestants and white mainline Protestants uh, who say say that as well. Um, And now 19% uh, and that's up from 12% in 2014, say it's fine to deny services to Jews. And 15%, which is up from 10%, say it's acceptable to deny service to African Americans. So uh, tolerance is kind of a, a shaky word, but there is a rise in people who believe that small businesses should be able to deny serving people on principle based on their identities, which is a, a worrying rise. Yeah, it's certainly a concerning trend there. Uh, Tyler, finally, uh, a little pop culture news. There is a mm. new show coming out based on an old 
Leonardo DiCaprio film. What can you tell us about it? <laughs> well, I don't know who I don't know how many of our listeners remember the beach. That would it would not be surprising to hear a, it's a pretty small number. It was Leonardo DiCaprio's big Titanic follow-up. It didn't do very well at the box office. It was directed by Danny Boyle, uh, but it was it's gotten a few critical reappraisals since it came out, suggesting that it may have been a little bit better than it was received initially. But it is now looks like it's headed for TV. Uh, the original movie was based on a book by Alex Garland. Garland has gone on to become the writer and director of several beloved sci-fi movies like Ex Machina and Annihilation. Oh, wow. It's being adapted for TV by Amy Semetz. Uh, she's an actress. You've seen her in stuff like Stranger Things and Pet Cemetery. But she's recently gotten more interested in directing. Uh, she was in charge of The Girlfriend Experience, and she's directed a few episodes of Atlanta as well. This show is going to be a prequel to the beach movie, uh, and that, in that movie, DiCaprio played an American who's exploring an idyllic paradise in Thailand. Uh, and I guess now we're going to see what happened before Leonardo DiCaprio showed up. Yeah, well, hey, I mean, there's sort of a resurgence in, you know, films from that era. It's funny, I saw, uh, I know this is a, a TV show, but there's a picture online of like a marquee from a theater, and it was like Toy Story child play yeah just like a list Aladdin. of fi- yeah, Aladdin, yeah. Yeah. films that are out right now that are we're all originally out uh you know around the same time as the beach uh-huh. so uh another one heading heading uh back into our collective consciousness so well tyler dude thanks for bringing those stories man thanks jesse all right so to read more about those stories and everything else we're covering today make sure to check us out at relevantmagazine.com also we're sending updates all day long through all of our social channels on facebook instagram and twitter uh hey and don't forget to subscribe to our other podcasts and of course the print magazine and remember we're here every weekday bringing you the latest at the intersection of faith and culture thanks for listening to everyone this is relevant daily Thank you.